0: The Pilgrim Life is brought to you by The Star Quest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com/give.
1: Welcome to Pilgrim Life Podcast, where we find the sacred in everyday life. I am Deborah. I'm one of your pilgrims here on your journey, but also joining me, I have two people today. I'm so excited. I have Sandy, as usual. Hi, everyone. And then I have a special guest today. I have Rui, who is from a tour company out of Spain. And say hello, Rui. Hi.
0: Hi, everyone. How are you? Uh,
1: Rui and I have a special um Project We're working on. He's actually my vendor for um, my UNL trip um, on the Camino for taking my class. So we're going to talk to him today about, about his company and what it's like to take people on pilgrimage. And, um, you know, if you're thinking about walking the Camino, you know, some, you know, and you're still on the fence about, hey, should I walk it alone? Or should I go with a tour group? Or what, you know, what's it like to walk with a tour group? you know um Rui and I can maybe talk to you about the pros and cons of both and what your experience would be like in a group of people versus going solo um so Rui why don't you tell us a, your f- full name and um and the company you work for and how to get a hold of your company first
0: okay my full name is a little bit long it is Rui Felipe <laughs> Navarro Portugal Ribeiro so i'm portuguese and um my wife and I project, uh, about uh, the Camino de Santiago. We met on the Camino in 2012 and we, um, met each other on the Camino. We learned so much and received so much about the, the, the Camino that, uh, in some way we had the urge, we had the need to some, in some way to give back, uh, to all the great things that we received. On the Camino. So we'll try it is the way that we found to give back to uh, what life and the Camino uh, gave to us that is so important right now. In a few words, it is what we do. Uh, And Debbie, allow me to thank you for the opportunity. Allow me uh, to thank you for your trust and uh, doing our uh, last year Camino on the Camino Frances with your college group was absolutely amazing. I would say that it was probably one of the highlights of uh, last year. And arriving with you and your group in Santiago and have that final uh, dinner and that final gathering in Santiago was probably one of the most beautiful moments that I had on my walking um, uh, life. So no, just like, well, thank you, my Oh, <laughs>
1: that's so sweet. I, as a side note, um, so um, I'm gonna tell a little story. Um, one of my students last year, and I just saw her yesterday. Her name is Grace, and she has a beautiful mm-hmm. voice. She's um, she is a uh, one of the uh, music directors at the Newman Center, which is the Catholic Church on campus. And she had Rui's name. We did the, kind of like a Secret Santa. Only we called it Shell Friends, and at the end, we gave presents to our shell friends her present was singing to Rui um this beautiful you know acapella Ave Maria and I have a yes. video of it but I just saw Grace yesterday and she she was it was nice to see her again
0: yes
2: oh wow that must have been incredible it is
0: it is and, and let me add something it's uh, we we were having uh Simultaneously, another group. We were walking the the, the Portuguese with Uh another group. And the the, the first music that we always uh, heard in every morning of those 12 days of the Camino was exactly the Ave Maria. So ending and arriving in Santiago and the gift from Grace with her amazing voice being the Ave Maria was a kind of, really? Is this? Uh, the uh, we always in the morning started the Ave Maria and we ended that Camino exactly with Grace singing a cappella the Ave Maria. So uh, it was very very powerful, very very meaningful, and Grace will be always in in my heart. Uh, honestly, honestly, thank Aww. you, thank you, Grace.
1: Yeah, it it happens on the Camino. Stuff like that happens, just little tiny little things, but they're they're so significant and so meaningful. But yeah, so uh, the 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 friends you make on the Camino are friends you will remember lifelong. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. They will keep. Yeah. They will keep, and and we'll end all the stories. And uh, if you allow me, uh, I just walked the Francis just from Ponferrada uh, last month, and we this group was created from nothing because my first idea was to do one Camino, and then um, we we did I did the Francis once again uh i did it in uh, in february uh during winter uh, i am now totally fond of the winter uh um, camino and yeah. we end up in uh santiago de compostela with a couple from the united states from boston where stefano proposed in santiago uh oh. to tara exactly finishing the camino from once again from nothing so there is oh so my God. It was amazing. It was amazing inside of the the San Martín uh, cloister, cloister. Uh, from nothing, we had champagne, we had the the, the candles, we had Stefano with music with uh, Armstrong uh, singing, with no rain, so everything was just perfect. And so it is this kind of being open to to what you have and what you find on the camino. The persons, we were a Danish, a Scottish, two Americans, a lady from Poland and a a, a pilgrim from Mexico that live in in Texas. And from nothing, you create something that we all together will never forget in our lives. And Tara, that was not quite uh, understanding what Stefano was proposing and took more or less five minutes And from nothing. The Danish pilgrim bought two bottles of champagne. There were, um, magnolia petals inside of the glasses of champagne, but of glass. And we were cheering for the, the, uh, giving the best wishes for that wonderful couple that made the Palatian Trail. Stefano walked literally the Palatian Trail and then started from St. John and proposed to Terra in Santiago de Compostela with us. So Mm. it's beyond our our um, our imagination.
2: What a beautiful story! (laughs) I have tears tears in my eyes. (laughs) We had
0: to. We all did. We all did. (laughs) It was incredible.
1: It's it's got to be incredible, Rui, to see these pilgrims who have never walked the Camino like you and I, and Sandy have walked the Camino but that you get to see and help and watch them discover the camino and discover these little moments and and you get to see it all day long and what's that i mean do you, how, how is that do you do you get it's, tired of seeing that or i and mean, not that you would get tired of seeing that but you know it does it surprise you every time
0: every time uh, i don't know i think that the, the camino uh, it it touched it touched uh, i come from the banking world uh, i left uh, the bank in 2013, uh, after 15 years of working in the bank uh, and inside uh, of the corporate world and everything that you can imagine about the the, the banking. And in 2013, I start working a, in a tour company in in Madrid, starting to do my benchmark about what what it is. This I never knew that would be any companies that would do what we are doing now and jumping. To jumping that cliff trusting the journey once again what you have ahead and starting meeting persons and persons in person so i would say that it is about the persons it is not about you you are just a little drop uh, a single drop of rain inside of this huge big ocean you make part of the ocean but all you have around you that that's energy that makes sense so my belief it is about the persons and, people if you take care of the persons. Persons will give you the best they have. If you give them your best, they will give you their best back normally. No, no. There there is there is uh, everything we are all different. But we are kind of um mirrors. We kinda of track similars. And uh I'm always surprised. That's one of the reasons that I walk and I will keep on walking and that's why I say my favorite Camino is always the next one. Whenever, oh, so what's your favorite? My favorite is always the next one. Because I'm going to meet someone else. I'm going to experience, experience something new. I'm going to learn something. There is, there were on this Camino once again, we, there were plenty of South Koreans. We tasted amazing South Korean food. And then the Danish pilgrim, uh, Toby, uh uh is a baker and he was an excellent uh, uh cook. So in the morning we had pancakes for breakfast with coffee. So it's <laughs> it's it was just it's it's just amazing. So every morning you would wake up with the smell of pancakes in the morning. So it is the other persons that walk with you. So answering to your question simply no. You just can't uh um, get uh bored about meeting new persons, living new experiences, and being impressed by others, always open to be impressed by others this just this is just my thought
2: yeah. oh wow really, I'm, I'm I have just a, like I have a question i if you don't mind, um I have a question when you're talking about like how like every Camino you know the next one is always like your favorite um yes. after you do so many caminos um do you you know, do you feel like, um, you know, like at times there's a little bit of magic lost that, you know, you want to take like a different route, for example? Uh, yes, sometimes, but uh, it's, it's a, a little bit. In the beginning,
0: the beginning, in my first year of walking, if I could define the, the, the Camino in a word would be sharing. The Camino is sharing. You mm-hmm. share the table, you share your experiences, you share uh, your camino, you share where you sleep, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. now, I would say the camino is hope, and you, we have a company, and we have to work with everything that you have to work with. But I mm-hmm. always know that I can always find, my, I can always get to my happy place. The camino is right now for Yoli and for me our happy place. So uh, when I have that kind of uh, sorrow, that kind of um, I miss the Camino, I know that mm-hmm. I'm going sooner or later because, of course, we live in, in Spain. It's, it's easier and we have the company around right. it. So I can always come back. So sometimes, although I feel it, I always go to, to the hope. I'm going back soon. I'm returning soon. So mm-hmm. some kind, I kind of uh, work that part of the psychology of missing the, the Camino in kind of working to get to the Camino. So uh, just to tell, you, in February I'm organizing another another Camino. So it's kind of uh, I always have that um, uh, happy place to go mm-hmm. to. I always oh. work for that. Cool.
1: Wow. So, um, what do you have planned? I know you, you, your business primarily does, um, the, the two most popular places right now, which is the Camino Frances and the Camino Portuguese. Is that correct? Or, um, would you say those are probably the two most popular ones?
0: Yes. 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 Yes.
1: But you, are you adding, um, different routes all the time or are you kind of just sticking with the two?
0: No. We try, uh, what we try to do, Yoli and I, it is to increase the experience inside of the experience. Why? You are walking and sometimes you are tired and there, there are, you, you have kind of, it's not that you have limitations, but if we have the power to somehow um give to those who are walking with us some extras, just like, I'll give you an example. Uh, we stay in places that are more than a place, just a place to sleep. For example, when you walk with your group, we try to find some hostels where the service was excellent, where you'll find a place with 300 years old and you would be in a place that would have some history behind. We love the storytelling. We love what it is. It's just not you what you have ahead. It is what is around and what make of that place what it is today. All the history and all the culture there is around that that place. And finding new routes and finding new places and finding new caminos, it is a way as well as that we can find, that we can challenge ourselves to give to those who walk with us the best that we find in new routes. We have the Francis from Sanjan And start walking from Roncesvalles, and we have the Portuguese starting from Porto, Lisbon, but walking literally from Porto with the coastal route and the central route in Portugal. And now we are working. That it is very, very nice and very interesting. It is we call it the Reconquer path, and that we start walking in San Sebastian, considered one of the most prettiest town. That it is, the prettiest town in Spain, yeah, near, near the sea. And then we go to Bilbao, and then we go a little bit more further near Santander, and then we do the Lebaniego. So that first stretch, it is Norte, and then we go to Santander, and then we go south to Liebana, that is called the Lebaniego from Liebana, where we go at the monastery of the 12th century, from the, the, the Sister sense uh, period, where the biggest piece of the cross of Christ is it is in that monastery, and yes, it is it is it is incredible. It is the monastery inside of this uh, uh, huge mountain. It is the peak of Europe, and it was hidden there exactly for being hidden, in in being able to be protected. It is the Lebanego, and then we return. We go to Oviedo, where the Primitivo Camino is, and where we live, and. Um, and where we have a beautiful cathedral as well. And then we go to do the coastal, starting walking again at Ribadeo and then walking a little bit more to south and then entering and walking the last 100 kilometers to achieve the certificate, the, the, the Compostela. And we have for next year, we probably will uh, have something new to, to present to, to the market because we believe that the Camino, it is not only walking, there is new perspective, there is when you are walking, and if you are walking from the east to the to the west, it is different, if you are walking to the south to the north, it is different if you are walking from the north to the south if you are walking the English, for example the English, where I met Yoli and, and, and in another France, you are walking from the north to the south so I think depending in which route that you are walking, new things, new approaches, new perspectives, new persons will approach so our goal it is always that to give more to uh to those who are willing to walk the community to give them an experience, we can improve that with our work. that's our goal, and I hope that I answered your question. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: that's fun. That's fine, because it's, it's it's just like there's so many possibilities out there. You know, mm-hmm. people are always saying the front says, the front says, the front says, but there's so many options to walk, and it's it's you could literally make it a new walk almost every time you walk the Camino.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It, really, of true. all the
2: of all the uh, the routes uh, of the Camino, which one is your favorite? The next <laughs> one. <laughs> No, it's just, you know, I know a lot of people, they say, you know, that like their favorite is the Camino del Norte, Uh, Mm. you know, but I've I've never done it. I've driven, uh, you know, but I've heard that it's it's pretty rough, Um, you know, in terms Mm. of like going up and down the mountains, you know, up in the Basque Country.
0: So I was just kind of
2: wondering of all the routes, you know, that you take pilgrims on, um, which one is your favorite?
0: Uh, I will repeat myself, my dear. My, my favorite is always the next one. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: it, well, I think not, we it. have to rephrase this too. Too, which, which Camino, out of all the routes you walk, which Camino is the easiest to walk, in your opinion?
0: I, I, uh, once again, uh, uh, it depends on you. It depends on the person. It, it, it is not about the Camino. I'll give an example. When I walked the uh, the English the first time, where I met Yoli in 2013, it was a piece of cake. It was I walked the second time to know if it would fit on the or what we want to have, and it was so 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 hard. It was it,
2: it
0: it it. There is what is the easiest. It depends on you. It depends. In your um, emotional state, it depends on your physical state. depends, I think most of all, it depends in your will. If you have an objective, if you have the purpose, if you have a purpose, if you have it inside of your heart, because I believe that the Camino, it is something that you have inside of you. You have it or you don't. You cannot invite someone and tell him 10 times, come with me on the Camino, come with me on the Camino. It doesn't work like that. Uh, what we normally do, it is to, do, we do an invitation. You can't sell Camino. Uh, you can't sell something. You can't sell love. You can't explain Camino the same to someone or hardly can explain Camino to someone that didn't walk it. Uh, the same way that you can't explain what it is to be in love. If you've never been in love in your life, it's, it's, it's an emotion. It is something that you have inside of you or you don't. So, what it is the easiest one, I don't know. I made the primitivo <laughs> in the primitivo that everyone says that it is and it was just amazing it, I, when when I knew I was it's already finished it's 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 already ended so it, 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 it I think it, it depends in the person and and referring to what you were saying, there is so many miles of of Camino uh, the Camino. Historically speaking, it is the, 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 path that was taken by the pilgrims to reach uh, Santiago de Compostela. And we're talking about 1,200 years old of path, of trail, of uh, track, of wherever it is. And it changes its dynamic. So it, it's not the Francis or the Francis. It is the most uh, emblematic, uh, Camino. It is. You have more pilgrims on, on that trail, but I think when you, i give you another example, if you allow me. I knew that I had to do the English Camino, the the, the English where I met Yoli. When I made my first Camino and I stopped it in Ponte Vidro. Ponte Vidro is an amazing place on the Camino Portuguese. And I found this flyer about the, the Camino English. And I look at that place, I want to do this. And it was exactly a kind of a call, a kind of, this is my next one. OK, mm-hmm. a kind mm-hmm. of a call. So it is that urge, that feeling that you have some signs, that you have the arrows, that you find the shells, that you have the person, that you have someone that can give you uh, some advice about wherever. Uh, and you follow that sign. And the Camino, it is a little bit like that. It's following your signs, following what calls you. So once again, trying to answer your question, what it is the easiest one? I do not know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I really don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, because no no, other, no, it's fine. Yeah, the
2: the other question that I have, you know, for you, say for example, you know, older people, you know, that may not um have like the strength to, you know, like carry a backpack or um, you know, have like really long stretches or, you know, having I don't know, issues, you know, like any kind of like a health issue. Uh, and they wanted to go out and do, like, one of the routes. You know, can your tour group accommodate that? You know, like, somebody that is older and wants to yes. do it?
0: Uh,
2: in our case, in, in, uh,
0: referring to Utrea, um I would say it is our Compostela. Uh, uh, we have the bus as a support. And last year, we had the, the blessing, I would say, uh, the luck, of having Kathy from, from St. Augustine, Florida, that, um, she walked with us. She trusted us to do the Camino and she uses a walker as a support. And wow. incredible. The, and Kathy, it is, Kathy was known on the Camino because we we're walking those legs were, were, we became known on the Camino by the other pilgrims as the animal. Why? Yeah. <laughs> because she, the spirit that she had, although she had a leg, she have a problem on her leg, uh, and on her back. Uh, but she did it anyway. And, she, and we went and we did the Compostela that it is the most probably, it's, it's flatter than, than, than the other trails. And we chose specifically, we designed a Camino inside of our Camino to, to Kathy. But when we, we kind of designed, okay, let's start one mile, one mile and a half, two miles. And Kathy surprised everyone because she ended walking four or five miles. So we had an idea and Kathy kind of overwhelmed herself, overwhelmed us and everyone uh, walking much more than she would expect because it is she entered the spirit on, of the Camino. She felt the energy of those persons who were around her. She felt more and more challenged. And she ended in Santiago de Compostela when we were at the hotel inside of having the breakfast, walking without any support or any. And the, she was walking with her physical, um, uh, trainer or, uh, she, uh, she was, uh, uh Monica it is um, um, a physiotherapist and she yeah. came she came with with, with Kathy and uh, Kathy just uh, got up and went to the, the to 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 the to the to the place and start picking up things with no support and Monica was looking what are you doing Kathy so the camino takes gives you Mm-hmm. Uh, this power and this energy that goes beyond our expectation. And on that yes. Camino, and on that Camino, it
2: just came out. Maybe because it is the flat one. Probably, probably it is. So it, so in other words, you know, it's like your company can actually, um, I, you know, like adapt and, um, support people you know, according to like their needs, you know, or whatever route, which is pretty cool that you, you know, that you can do that, you know, because that basically means that like, you know, it's accessible to everybody. I I got to tell
1: this, um, how Rui and I met was actually because of a story similar to this is that, um, our mutual friend, Marianne from Florida. Um, I met Marianne, um, at the preview for the way in Orlando, a friend of hers is a friend of mine. And, and we went out to dinner um, before the movie. And we were, I was talking about the Camino because at that point I was about to walk it for the second time. And Marianne was like, I can't walk it. I have severe back problems. I can't do it. And I'm like, yes, she can. Yeah. Well, here's, here's how you're going to do it. And I suggested she find a, a company like what Rui's is doing and, um, and then have her back's, uh, her bags taken ahead so that she doesn't have to carry them. I'm like, you can walk it. And then she she did. She found Rui and <laughs> she was able to walk the Camino.
2: That's yes. fantastic.
0: Yes. Marianne is incredible. She had another surgery. She is doing well. And hopefully she is returning this year, doing probably the Portuguese once again uh, with us. Uh, it's, once again, it's the Camino. It is. Those persons that you find that you have limitations, you have problems in your life, everything. But when you get there and you see people like Kathy that walks with a walker walking, you just kind of, what am I complaining about my blister? How can I complain myself? <laughs> yeah, it is, it's, exactly. true. Uh, it's true. It's uh, true. And yeah, it is. The, the Camino that we made with Marianne in 2016, uh, we we met this three uh, Belgian pilgrims, blind pilgrims, walking from Leon. Wow. Blind That's pilgrims. That's amazing. That's just absolutely amazing. And what the, I, I, I met them and I went to talk with them. Only one of them would speak English. The one would speak French. And it, it, it was the spirit. They were walking with a the guy. There was someone uh, supporting them. And what touched me the most was when I was in Santiago, uh, when we were there with the group, with the Botafumeiro ceremony and everything. That that pilgrim from Belgium passed, and I I approached him, and I and I went there and to to congratulate him and salute him, and he recognized my voice. He just recognized the voice. You are the guide from yeah, and I was just surprised because he probably talked with 100 persons and the capacity of uh, that pilgrim walking blind, it was a blind pilgrim and walking it, doing it and in the end he recognized the voice of each pilgrim its it, it, it touched me uh, deeply uh, not only for the, the, the fact of knowing the voice but by doing it exactly what we were doing being a blind person it's just amazing
1: Wow, wow, exactly wow <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is, but uh, it is
1: uh the, it brings up a good point, which is um, I think one of the pros of um like if we're gonna do like uh compare going on the Camino by yourself as a solo pilgrim versus hiring or going on a a trip where everything's kind of arranged for you in a group of people, I think that's one of the pros of going with a a company like yours where um we can you you know you have support to make these accommodations that would be hard to do on your own and you know i was wondering if you could tell me some more like what do you think is um a, um an advantage of going with a group like yours
0: okay uh, i w- i would say you have of course the the organization uh, capacity and of course some security and an example, uh, last month, uh, walking uh, on the Francis, and I was walking by myself, we walked and our main purpose was to stay at the Determinated Albergue. What happened? Uh, our plan was to walk 18 kilometers, but when we walked 18 kilometers, the albergue, the hostel was closed. So you have to go to the other one. So we kept on walking and the other one was closed. So you kept on walking to the other village. So from a Camino that would have 18 kilometers, it can have 30 kilometers. So it depends in your ability, in your capacity of uh, accepting what you have ahead. What we give, uh, what we try to give uh, to, to those who walk with us, it is that organization. You don't have to worry about where... Where are you going to sleep? Uh, you don't have to worry what are you going to eat? Uh, those simple things and you can just focus on your pilgrimage. You can focus in what you are doing there. Uh, we try to increase, once again, the experience inside of the experience. We try, with the places there we stay, to provide local food with local products. So you will experience, you'll be immersed In the culture of each region, so it is uh, that knowledge that we we use. You can visit some places that you have more time to visit because if you are walking, you arrive at eight o'clock. You are not going to visit the museum or the church or the or the place or the the any museum that, that that or wherever that you have to visit. We provide that. So the main difference it is the organization, the capacity and. Uh, the, 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 the possibility of doing some things that on your own, you'll have to improvise just by, by the moment, uh, kind of uh, play by here, uh, what you have ahead. It have another advantages. Uh, probably, yes, it have. But in this case, you have the organization, you have the security, you have the knowledge, and you have our support. We'll be always there to give support. To wherever it might uh, appear in, in on the Camino. We, we can provide so, that.
2: So all of your clients, for example, not only did they get to experience the, the Camino, you know, in like all the organization, you know, but they can also get immersed in, in the culture of the area that they're in. Um, yes. One of, you know, one of the things that I found very interesting uh, on doing the Camino is that every single region they kind of have like their own little culture kind of going on. Yeah. Um, you know, they're they're very different, you know, like people, for example, from southern Spain, you know, it, it's very different, you know, than people like up in, in northern Spain. So it's kind of cool that you actually um, also cater, you know, so that people can understand the culture of the area and see like historical sites, you know, that otherwise they would not see. That's That's pretty neat. Uh,
0: thank you, Teddy. Uh, Yoli and I, we are foodies. Uh, we must admit it, and we are in the perfect region for being for being foodies because, for example, we go to the Basque Country, and we one of the things that we want, we we, we kind of um, uh, uh, advise to do is that the pilgrims go out and taste the cider and have the pinchos because it is very traditional at the Basque Country. You have the cider and the pinchos and the traditional water, the tablet, the, the traditional wine as well called Chakoli. and taste the Oh my God. Chakoli is wonderful. <laughs> oh my yes. God. I love it. Yes. And the cider, the Basque cider is very good. And you taste the food with the drink, the traditional drink. And then on the Francis at the try that we do we kind of recreate a little bit the way uh, uh, the movie the 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 way where we stopped exactly in Pamplona where do you remember the 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 um, the gag about the tapas and the pinchos the restaurant yes yes, yes. okay <laughs> we stopped there we do a walking tour there and we are going to have dinner exactly at the same place with the pinchos and the tapas and exactly because, oh, cool. it, it, yes, Yoli and I, we are, we belong to the confraternity of the white wine. So one of the things that we appreciate the most it is in each region, you are going to taste exactly the wine. So you are going to Rioja, you are going to taste the Rioja wine. You enter more to Castile, you are going to have the Toro wines. You move a little bit more further, you are going to have the Rivera del Duero. You enter Spain you enter Galicia, I'm sorry, you enter Galicia, we're going to have the Mencías or the white ones, the alberinos, uh, the Godellos, and the verdejos, and all that different kind of tasting that will be kind of harmonized and uh, 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 mix with the food, the traditional food. When you get to, on the Francis, the, 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 the octopus region, you have to taste the octopus region with the ribeiro wine that is served in a very nice cup so it's the culture uh, it is the mixing food the drink and in the, the food our culture make part of the culture so it is one of the things that we appreciate the most and of course in portugal we, you you will taste port wine uh you will taste all of those uh wines from the south in the north of portugal so and then you, you cross the border. You don't have to show your passport when you're crossing the border. It's very interesting because you cross the, you can cross by two ways or crossing the bridge, the international bridge, or you can go by boat, uh, with, um, with a ferry and you cross to the other side. You are in, in another country and there is a different culture, a different language, different perspectives and different approach that that's traveling that we kind of offer and provide to other pilgrims. That's our our objective.
2: And one wow. of the things that one of the things I wanted to say, uh, you know, if anybody uh, you know they're you know they're going, what octopus? You know, I have <laughs> to tell you, pulpo a la gallega. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> it is one of the most wonderful things that a pilgrim, you know, will eat along the camino. So just because it says octopus, don't put it down you gotta try it yeah. you're gonna
1: fall in love with it i I made all my students try it. I'm like you have to I'm sorry you have to have it you have to have it and they, and they have videos of it and it was a hit with some and not so much with others, but we're all from Nebraska, so it was very um a very different experience
0: That's another thing it's seeing other cultures being uh, brave enough to taste another thing that's in the same way not not in a million years. But you taste it and oh, it's okay. It's it's that uh, that's that's Camino opening the mind, opening the the perspective. I think it's another another uh, advantage of walking the the Camino de Santiago. It will open your mind.
2: What about yeah. the Camino Portuguese?
0: The Portuguese Camino it is uh, very very. It's the Portuguese. have you have three uh, right now. You, you have more, but right now. You have the central way that goes from uh, Lisbon. Uh, then it goes to Tomar. Tomar, it is the Templar town. I don't know if you know when Philip II, the French king, start fighting yes. or started um, pursuing the, 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 the Templars. The only kingdom that could protect him from the French was the Portuguese king. So they come to Portugal in the place where they stayed was Tomar. So, tomorrow it is called in Portugal the Templar town. It is just absolutely amazing. It is a must to visit. And if you go a little bit more to the north, you have Coimbra. Coimbra is just amazing. It is our college city. It is the third oldest university in, in the world. It have a river inside. It is just amazing. And you go a little bit more to, to the north, you reach Porto. Porto, it is, uh, considered for, I don't know, the fifth or the sixth time in a row, the best European city to visit each year. Uh, it is just amazing. The culture, the wines, the river, everything. Um, it is just amazing. And then you go a little bit to more to the north, Ponte Lima. It is the ancient village in Portugal. It is older than Portugal itself. And then you cross the, the, um, the border, you go to Ponte Vidra. Vedra, it have the only church with the shape of a shell on the on the, the Camino. It is a round church. It is absolutely amazing. And you come from the north to the south. From Porto, you have a deviation that is the coastal path. The coastal Camino, it is increasing. It is literally exploding. If someone is thinking about doing the coastal, do it as soon as possible because in five years probably you'll be packed because you'll be walking along the shore. You'll have the sea always on your left side. And it is called the Renaissance Path. That it is the small villages that you find along the way were exactly from the 15th and the 16th century. Those small tiny towns that start growing when the Portuguese start the discoveries and reach India in the 15th, the 17th and 18th century. And all of those tiny towns that you find on the way are just amazing. And once again, the food, the fish, uh, the, the, the wines, the tasting, the persons, uh, once again, the desserts, uh, as well. And you have another Camino that it is the inland Camino that comes from an inland town, a beautiful one called Viseu, that it goes through the inland. It is a little bit, uh, um, more demanding, a little bit more challenging, that it goes through the inland and then enters the Via de la Plata uh, after Verin. Uh, it, it gets to that, that part across the, across the border in Lalin and then reaches the the, the the north. So it's growing, it's getting a little it's getting popular and, and popular. The after Porto, all the Albergues, all the hostels on the central are open every year, every every day, um during all year. Um and it's 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 very it's getting it's getting um more and more popular as you can see by 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 their numbers.
1: Yeah. Well, even last year, the Camino Frances, well, the Camino in general broke records again last year with 327 people, thousand people getting their Compostela, which is more than they've ever recorded. Yes. And uh, it's just, you know, and here in the United States, like, I don't know how many times a month I see like our main um, news sources like NBC, CNN, Doing a story on the Camino, and I'm like, "Wow, stop doing that, or <laughs> continue doing that, because you're going to be overrun with Americans." So it and and it is becoming very popular here in the United States to go there.
0: It is, and uh, I must say one thing about the the, the, the American pilgrims. Uh, there is one concept of American Americans inside of America, and probably there is another concept about the Americans outside of America uh probably you already felt it when you are walking over here that sometimes uh, there is uh some um, stereotypes that you have in the states about Americans that probably you don't find it uh, on the camino i must say that hardly uh i can hardly find uh, people or uh, people with such a gratitude it is uh, i i i must say of course by our personal uh, experience um the gratitude the the the, the knowledge uh, the capacity of sharing of learning uh of helping uh on the camino the american people allow me and i'm not just being nice or whatever uh i really mean it it's very hard to find such, uh, grateful people on, on the Camino. Just my experience working with, with the American, uh, public and walking just by myself and meeting other persons. So that spiritual part, that spiritual capacity of the American people on the Camino makes all sense. The numbers are increasing. It is just not because, um, it's very popular or it's becoming popular. I think it makes sense. Uh, the American society is a very hardworking society, very competitive society. And when you come here and things are different, you are, uh, is you easily adapt to this kind of spirituality that you find over here. And you are very easy to mingle. Maybe uh, I think it is probably that's the key, that gratitude, that capacity of adaptating and accepting what you have over here. It comes from, from the way that you deal with things. So I think the increasing comes from that. But my, mainly I would say that gratitude, if I may mm-hmm. say.
2: Mm-hmm. Rui, I have a question. Well, I will actually have two questions. Um, in one of the routes, for example, that you do in Portugal – is there one for example that will hit fatima um number 1 and um i was actually quite surprised to find out that saint anthony of padua was actually born fernando martins from lisbon he was from lisbon yes. and i and i understand that saint anthony is actually the patron saint of portugal right um uh,
0: no it, no? No. Okay. no okay okay three questions fatima Yes, you can reach Fatima. You can go from Lisbon and the Camino, the, 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 central Camino, uh, got to a point called Santarain. And in Santarain, there is a very nice town. It is a very, it is a bull and horses uh, region. And, uh, the Camino splits. If it goes to the left, you'll go keep on the central way and you'll reach a town called Golga. And if you take the right, uh, turn, you'll get to Fatima, and there is the Camino Splits over there, it's marked, uh, it is a nice path, it is a kind of, it's it's not like the Francis, but it is similar, it is a very arid area, it is beautiful, and you can reach Fatima walking the central Camino. Oh, okay. um, And about St. Anthony, St. Anthony, it is Portuguese, it is a Portuguese saint that went to St. Anthony of Padua, he took um, a boat uh and uh his main goal was not heading to to Italy it was to go to uh Spain but a storm took the boat to Padua and then <laughs> with that storm Saint Anthony went in Padua so he lived the rest of his life in Italy and now it is known as Saint Anthony of Padua although it is a Portuguese. And you can find in near the Cathedral of Lisbon you have the St. Anthony Church, about 50 meters apart, where you have the crypt and the place where St. Saint Ant- Saint Anthony was born. You, you can find where his remains are, exactly. So uh, St. Anthony was a Portuguese. And, oh, about um, wow. Yes. And um, the patron of Portugal, it is St. George. It is. It used to be Santiago. It used to be St. James as well, like in, in, in Spain. But when the two countries uh, separate themselves and when Castile, uh, when Castile and León, uh, start, uh, we had the separation. I don't know if you know a little bit of the history of Portugal in the 12th century, Portugal became an independent kingdom because you have to look right now to the Iberian Peninsula and see it as different kingdoms, not as two countries uh, right now. In the kingdom, there was a kingdom. There was a part of the land that was given to Erie. It was a French uh, Templar knight that was married with, um, the, with the daughter of the, the Castile uh, king, the Teresa. And then they got married, and then they gave them a county, and they start reconquering uh, terrain. Uh, you know, the reconquer uh, started as well. Uh, after, uh, in, in the ninth century and in the 11th century, this king, Henry, went to Rome and to the Pope and tell him that if we can conquer terrain to the, the Christian, uh, uh crown, would you allow us to be an independent kingdom? And the Pope said yes. And then in the, in 100 years, Portugal uh, reconquered all the territory from uh, the north in Galicia to the south in years, and it have the oldest borders in in Europe. And um, right now I forgot where my conversation. What did I meant? What I was saying? Uh, oh, I
1: am um, Saint um, Sebast or Saint George is the Saint patron- George.
0: Of- okay, yes. kingdoms, different kingdoms. So when Portugal became independent from Castile, and we adopted Saint George as opposition to Santiago, to saint that it was the Castilian, that was the enemy. So it is not Santiago, it used to be, but it's now saint George. And saint Anthony is the patron of Lisbon.
2: I have to tell you one thing, you know, to go, you know, if I was listening, you know, to the podcast and, you know, I wanted to go out and, you know, do the Camino and, you know, I wanted to go out and do it with a group. I have to say, Rui, that just the knowledge that you have of the history and the routes and the towns and the historical sites, I mean, I'm just fascinated in listening to you, you oh, know. So, you so to be a pilgrim in one of your groups would just be fantastic. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Well, actually,
1: you know, this would be a good time to tell um, people who are listening how to get a hold of you, Rui. Uh,
0: thank you very much. Uh, I think it is a little bit, uh, it is our passion. It is, we are, we have, we are fortunate enough to, 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 um, to work in something that we truly believe. Yoli and I met on the Camino. Uh, our story mixes with the, the company, uh, history as well. And, uh, we are more than fortunate to being working in this area. And being and having persons such as, as you too, that, um, like it as well and trust us on in, in what we do. And our, our, it's our passion and what you love, you give your best. And if you don't give your best to what you love, what you are going to give your best in. So, um, our company, it is exactly that. It is giving to the others. And uh, trying to share with the others something that it is good, something that can help you, that can give you hope, that can assist you and give you something that you won't find anywhere else. Uh, do you have so, a
2: website, Rui?
0: Yes, I do. The our website it is a little bit hard in English. It is com. I would spell it U L. T R E I A Ypsilon S U S E I A dot com.
2: Excellent.
1: I'll I'll put I'll have a I'll have that <laughs> in the show notes hopefully so that um that our anybody who wants to get a hold of you can do that because you have two types of tours you have tours that are already set and like the dates are set and the, the schedule is set. And you also have customized tours. Obviously I'm using your customized tours. Um, but you have several tour dates coming up this year and, and next year that people can look at and sign up for and then, and see what they're getting themselves into. And and, yes. um, and I think your email is on there too, so they can contact you and, um you know, talk about, going on the Camino with you? Because a lot of people um, even approach me and like, how do I go on the Camino? So it's a very good business to be in.
0: Yes, we work both. Yeah. We work We work three ways. We have the guided tours uh, where we take literally, we go and pick up the pilgrims at the airport we, or in Madrid or in Lisbon. We work with those two big international airports and we take care of the shuttles. We advise about the hotels. We choose, we every year, it's what we are doing now in the low season is to double check the routes, double check if it is everything is well marked, double check the hotels, check the food, check the accommodations, check the service. That's one part that we, we double check uh, during the low season. We have another one that the one that we work with you and we work with the University of Nebraska and we loved it. It is exactly to find places where you can walk uh in the first case, we walk with uh the 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 hotels and we walk with uh places where you have private rooms and we want to somehow give um in that accommodations more than just a place to 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 stay. We stay at, in monasteries, we stay in boutique hotels, we stay in places from the fifteenth century for for example. And in the second, um, way it is exactly with, with hostels with when you want to walk uh, by yourself or you want to make a design a camino and you want to stay in different hostels, you can, um, you can uh, reach us and we can advise you for the places where you want to stay or where you can stay. And we devise it for the best places, or we can just tell you to do the first. Four or five days, we'll advise you about the first, first five or four days. We'll give you the information and you'll be on your own. Anyhow, we, anyway, we are going to give you always a phone. We are here. We have the means. We have contacts in the Basque country. We have contacts in Cantabria. We have contacts in Portugal and we have contacts in Galicia. We are here for the pilgrims. We are here to assist persons that are on the Camino. Most of all, we are Camino ambassadors. We have our company and we have our business, but we are here to provide and help people on the Camino. It is the Camino. It is the, 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 our main target is to see persons on the Camino.
1: Wow. With that, I'm going to thank you for your um, for being on our podcast today, Rui. And uh, it's been fabulous to, to talk about the Camino with you and talk about your passion for, um, all things Camino and um, I know Sandy and I really enjoy talking to you and uh, we're going to try to include um, in the show notes um, you know, links to get a hold of you and, um, and uh, that way if anybody is interested they can reach out to you and until then we want to wish you all a buen Camino
2: and remember find the sacred in everyday life
0: thank you very much for the opportunity and thank you very much uh, um, Sandy and Debbie for, uh, for your trust and whatever you need from us, uh, just, just let us know and buen camino always. Okay. To everyone. Thank you.
2: Buen camino,
0: Rui. Thank you. Buen camino.